Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a hoodie that massages you, find out the secret sauce of marketing and the backpack that you can ride. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man. Not only has he just recently sent out a new wave of hopefully inspired and educated minds into the world. No, he doesn't stop there. He continues to educate minds straight into the summer. The one and only Drew Tyler. How you doing, Drew? I'm fresh off of a, a new batch of this time master's students. That's just kind of exciting because then I get to tell them all kinds of things that I assume they already know because they're you know they're <laughs> graduates. It's graduate studies. But no, I'm fresh. It was it was a good class tonight. They all paid attention, so yeah. that's yeah. That's yeah, good. Because, like, hopefully by the end of it, they become your peer, right? Right, exactly. Well, <laughs> or, or, or are, you, are you, like, trying to weed them out? Or <laughs> okay, no. uh, I think that there's uh, – this is a Master of Professional Communication degree, so it's an MPC versus an MA. So I think there's a little bit of difference there. MPC. I'm, I'm just, like, thinking about it. It's too close to NPC. Or, <laughs> Non-playable or like, character. Or, or you're like, what? You're, you're going to – you're in an MMO somewhere? <laughs> feels like my life i had one i had like the whole class was really into it we had some good discussions because we're still talking about digital media and content creation but with a little bit more theory to it but i had one guy that's kind of like listen i've got several master's degrees it's just another one on my plate i don't care what you say <laughs> and i just make me like, oh jeez. as a professor you're kind of like as a as instructor like all right challenge accepted you and i we're gonna connect one of these times <laughs> oh man well check this out one of my guys works for nielsen the ratings company. Whoa. The guys that I've spent my life being like, you know, just like. Fight the man. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I think what you're doing is ridiculous. And now I actually have an employee who's in the managerial side of things and has worked with them for like a, a decade and a half. And it's like, oh, we can have some really interesting conversations. I'm, I'm, I know. I'd, I'd love to see how they're trying to actually play catch up now. In, in That's exactly of, what we talked about tonight. World. It's, it's yep. kind of nuts because Google's like, hey, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Welcome and to the party, bro. And they're just barely now getting to this like, hey, what if we put a little box next to your router and we'll keep track of all the websites you visit? <laughs> On there, so. Yep, funny. Yep. All right, so before we go into our projects tonight... We have some news, and boy, how do you do? We actually have some news. I just realized there's even another piece of news on here. We'll kind of cover it when we get to some more projects, because yep. you'll actually see some of the um, changes that has happened. So, first one, actually speaking of changes, is Drew. So, do you use your credit card or do you use um, your, your PayPal or something when you crap? Uh, usually, usually it's PayPal. Like that's where I put my fun money. So yeah, usually okay. I use PayPal. So, and you, you know about PayPal's buyer protection program, right? It's right. what makes me sleep at ease when I buy things on eBay. Yep. Um, on there, and it's it's pretty good because their buyer protection is usually saying, okay, if you receive a product and it's not what is described, you get your money back. It also protects the seller, saying, hey, um, if you've shown everything and the and the other person claimed that they didn't get it, but you have enough proof that you sent it, you don't have to pay for it, and and things like that. So, um, right. What people have been using it for has been for crowdfunding projects on there and PayPal June first, so next month, they are actually changing their terms for the PayPal um buyer protection where crowdfunding platforms no longer are protected under it. So, because what has what what's been happening as of late 
is a lot okay. of people are like getting either they don't get their product or they're dissatisfied with their project and what's delivered on there and they're using the PayPal protection to get that money back um on there and now PayPal's like we kind of don't want to deal with it. <laughs> right because that's something that you could almost use to I don't know about uh, abuse the system, but yeah, if you weren't totally satisfied with what with what you got from your backing, you could you could just be like, you know what, PayPal, they never delivered. I want my money back. And PayPal is the one that comes up short because chances are that project creator blew it. Like they didn't find the right source to create their cooler, or they had strikes <laughs> at the factory, and so now PayPal is the one that's biting the bullet. That. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I'm that's the way it should be. So, so do you kind of see yourself switching to more of a credit card? Because what people I notice people tend not to do is you can claim that you didn't get things back um, on 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 your credit card. Also, so you know, credit cards offer this kind of protection, so you can actually get a charger back. Um, I, for me personally, I think that that I, I feel I feel confident confident in the things that I back and if anything un- doesn't deliver and it's a year and a half later and it hasn't delivered or you know something like that I'm not the kind of guy that's going to whine I know what I'm getting into I think you know, mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time I realize that I'm helping support your dream the reward is a nicety you know great but I'm I'm burned enough I think to to worry about like oh I got to go chase down my 50 bucks you on the other hand you've had several that didn't uh, materialize quite right or if they did yeah. it was Painful. And, and, and I, yeah, and I, I, you know, most of the time I, I don't go back and get them. I mean, like I've, in all honesty, I've only been burnt by twenty bucks. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not on, bad on there. Like I've gotten stuff that it wasn't as described, but I kind of expect that sometimes from projects, especially when after a while you're like, these guys don't know what they're doing, <laughs> and then the word minimum viable product comes mm-hmm. into play at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On there. Exactly. So, um, but I do hope this kind of brings awareness to people that, again, these projects, no guarantees they'll ever be successful. You're actually taking risk um, on them. And I think with PayPal kind of pulling back on their protections like that, it may bring that to the forefront again for people right. that this is not a store. You're right. you're helping somebody try with their ideas, and sometimes ideas fall flat. Well, I think that's it. I think that uh, what this is is, is PayPal being, basically saying, like, hey, hey, hey. You know what you're getting into, and we're not going to get caught in the middle because mm-hmm. they have they have been. Yep. All right. So for our next piece of news, is, you, you know how we're always looking to, for new crowdfunding platforms to find, and there's uh, so many strange ones. I can't wait yeah. to know what this one. Yeah. Is. So yeah. Okay. This one's not an adult entertainment one. It, looking back, that may not have been the greatest crowdfunding site I've decided that, to feature. I don't know, man. That one and the, <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there a pants one that we did once? It was yes, like, uh, Beta Brand. And they're, yep, they're actually it. pretty successful. So. See? See? <laughs> so this one is actually kind of speaking of taking responsibility of projects you back is this kind of pushes a little bit more of the responsibility back to the project creator to fulfill out their project. So it's called um, Forward Force. And it works a little bit different than other things. So this may get a little complicated as I describe what happens with this website on there. Um, So what happens is it's a platform where first you submit an idea and if Ford forces um, staff goes through the vetting process and thinks it's like a good idea, they'll then put it on their website and then on their website, that's when you're going to have your pledges and stuff. But note um, you're not actually if so unlike Kickstarter and stuff where there's a chance you can have a reward where you'll get a full product or anything. 
this one, when you actually pledge, you get a discount on the final product if it if it makes it there. Oh. On there. So it gets even more complicated than that. So you have your pledge stage. If you raise X amount of money by X amount of days that you you set as a goal on there, then they take it to a voting stage where they put similar projects together in there. So they'll have like the top five on okay. there and then they'll put it through a vote where again the users of the website will go in and vote for their favorite project and whatever project gets the most votes gets a percentage of the money that was raised in all the projects um on there and then they go and to a testing phase where they have to create a prototype um and if they don't create a prototype the money gets returned back to the backers minus fees um on there and then after the prototype you go through a testing phase if it doesn't pass testing again money goes back minus fees um and how much they spent i think on there and then from there mm. you should have a fully featured product um ready to go that you'll have a discount for like i think i've seen one that was like 75 percent off the um, retail price once it comes out and things like that um and the project creators are required to actually make gold like um uh, qualitative or quantitative, not qualitative, quantitative goals um, that they can measure to go along with this kind of whole process right there. Hmm. So it, it sounds like a, a very, very complicated on there because there's so many steps, but they're trying to make the project creators more accountable. Um, one thing I hate about this website is how it's designed. It makes it like annoying to navigate <laughs> on there because like yeah. they show you like half previews where you know, you can see like half a sentence and you have to click on the details to go to the rest of it um, on there. And so you can see right here, it has a funding deadline. This is uh, June 8th, 2016 um, on there. And then they have the criteria is create a feeder that will keep squirrels away, but not birds should be easy to set up and easy to refill, not harmful to squirrels or birds operates in all weather conditions, life three to five years. I don't know how you're going to test that exclusive forward for target price of $50. So if you back it, you may get fifty dollars if it makes it through the entire process. So, what would you kind of think of uh, Ford Force? Does this seem like something you'd want to do? I, it's it seems interesting. I think, and it's kind of a fun way to vet an idea. Uh, I just I don't know. It might work for some people. It feels it feels a little overly thick right now, a little complicated. But maybe that's what they're trying to do. Is this new a new method of of crowdfunding, right? Get it in, get it approved. If you can get up to raise the money, I don't me me. See, I I, I kind of actually feel it's missing the point of crowdfunding. Right, right. Because I just you look at these projects and I'm like, what in what's their story? What inspired them to go create these things? It's just this is more like you know startup day at a VC where they're just pitching these ideas and yes, you, that's what you it, don't yeah. get a connection with the creators or anything. It just seems like. All right, here's an idea. It might be a thing. And exactly, it's not. It's not it's yeah. No I, I, story. Yeah, no story. I, I, I like how if they don't go through the full process, you're going to get some of your money back. But I just this does not get me excited. I've looked at these projects and I'm like, uh, okay. Um, and it just seems very, very complicated because you're like, okay, I kind of want this to work, but. Now I gotta wait for these other steps to kind of vet through, and it still may not work. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It still may not go through after it hits this and this and this. Yeah. Yep. So, but if any of you guys actually decide to use Ford Force, um, let us know about your experience. I, I want to know how it feels to be on the other side because obviously we're doing this show and I'm not launching crowdfunding projects left and right. Even though that would be a good career, if somebody would be a, not a decent career. <laughs> you could do. It. All right, so um, we actually don't have any kick shouts today. Um, hmm. So if you guys have any suggestion for, or if you have any projects that you want us to mention, you know, we as long as it's family friendly, we'll mention it on, sure. on a Twitter length shout out. And sometimes when it's not, yeah, on there. So um, yeah, kick shouts. Nothing today. All right, so for our first project of the night, Drew. Um, you, you you obviously we were talking about your office right there, so you've probably been spending a little bit more time there, right? You got a comfy chair. Yeah. I have a, I have a, I have an old chair that doesn't. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> it's like, not comfy. And, and, and like, when, especially when you're working through like a huge edit session or you're trying to right? grade. Actually, do you grade digital papers? Or do you grade? I do. No, okay. I have lots of digital papers. Yeah. I also have my my uh, like seven dollar IKEA chair here. <laughs> That's my backup that the peach sits in, and then I get this. This old lazy back chair that's not even tightened down. Yeah. So, have you ever noticed, yeah. like, when you start going through those long sections, that you start slouching and your posture is going bad? Oh my gosh, I do. I do this where I'm like off on one side. I have to throw one leg up over the over the armchair like this, so that I like lean in real tight. No, I'm constantly doing all all kinds of un un. Uh, <laughs> healthy things to, just to stay away i mean because i do i spend hours yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's why i have a standing desk because i found myself sitting down in bad postures all the time um there's our first project it's kind of cool um and you, you probably can't convince peach to give you massages all the time right oh man that was like 10 years ago now i'm done i'm out, <laughs> um, I'm out. now you're just hoping the little girls get strong enough to <laughs> and that's the thing your fingers are so small that they'll they'll try to do like a little massage and what they end up doing is just like just bruising me because these <laughs> tiny fingers are like dad does it feel good I'm like no <laughs> like it's gonna hurt uh, yeah. so um our first project is called the arrowware and it is the first hoodie that actually will massage you Whoa! <laughs> not, not a bad idea. Yeah. So what it is, it actually has sensors in it too. So when if you're wearing this and you're sitting down. Um, it will detect if you have bad posture and then it will start inflating. There's like inflatable bladders that are in the actual vest of the, of the, of the hoodie and it will help correct your posture. So like you'll all of a sudden feel it being tightened around your middle section on there. Like, Oh, well maybe I got to sit up a little bit on there. So it has that. And it also has six little massagers, which, um, Oh, if I was in Lehigh, I'd probably get banned from substituting all of boobies um on there that you can control to massage your back and it's it's connected by bluetooth of course why not add bluetooth to everything um and you control by an app and you can say all right you know i just want my shoulders or my lower back or my sleep and it will massage your back um while you're sitting there and you're you're just it looks like you're just wearing a normal hoodie because it goes into the lining of the jacket um on there and the, and and then it also gives you an idea of your posture which i actually like this animation they have of the little cube guy and it detects how long you've been sitting um how long you've been standing and kind of help you get better posture while you're wearing this jacket <laughs> um, I, I am yeah and and you charge oh. it via micro usb um and it i think it runs for 
So it tracks up to seven days using Bluetooth LE, Android, and iOS. And it's like 700 grams, which is like two pounds, I think. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but or that's, actually, it's not bad though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... It's, a, it's about the, you know, a winter coat, about how heavy a winter coat is on there. Um, yeah, and it takes one to two hours to charge but, and three to skinnier, six hours. Right? Skinner, skinnier than a winter coat because you don't want to be like walking on a yeah. very bulky thing. It looks like it's very... Yeah, you, you look at these pictures, unaware. it doesn't yeah. look like you're wearing a hoodie or you're wearing something that will massage you. Um, and I'm really kind of sad I missed this booth at CS. <laughs> right, I would have tried. I would totally have tried to put this on. I think there's something um, just like gets me down here at the very bottom that seems to like make sense. They have like, hey, the massage chair costs this much. If you go get a deep tissue massage, it's this much. If you want a really nice hoodie, it's this much. And it's you know like a good eighteen hundred dollars worth of stuff. But then here's where our hoodie is. And that and, and they put the posture correction in there because it's yeah. just one more thing that makes sense for what they're building. Yeah, and what I didn't realize when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, it just kind of beeps, right, if you're kind of slouched over. No, it actually has little air bladders it can fill up so it forces you to kind of sit straight on there. So that helps train That's you. what you need, right? Um, on there, and I just love how inconspicuous it is. I don't I, – the only thing I worry about is if you try to send this through TSA, um, <laughs> they'd be like, uh, <laughs> sir – what are these? <laughs> Hold on, your hoodie has metal like knobbies. Hold yeah. on. They they so they have a hoodie version and they have a vest version on there. And I was worried about like how do you wash this? You can take out the electronic parts. So there's like a little inside shell that you just take out, and then you can wash the outer jet, the outer hoodie or the vest in your normal washing machine and stuff. So I really like this. This is this one for me is a back because I do have lower back pains. So I think this would be nice and. You know, I could be wearing it during the show. Right. And I'm like, Drew, just keep talking. I'm like, ah. uh, <laughs> I'd see you shaking. I'd be like, what are you doing? So like, yeah. So is it a backtrack or sack for you? Uh, I would say that this is a track for me. Um, it's, it's up there. The amount is up there as a, as a, as a purchase. I like the idea. I think the concept is great. And the fact that they've got the Bluetooth kind of mixed in with it. Like there's lots of goodness on this one. Um, I guess I'm not in the market, but I like what they're doing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that was the air air on there. Okay. So on to our next project. And this is your kind of domain, Drew, on there. And this is, I don't know. Is this going to, like, we shouldn't, should we tell people about this? This, you know, it may detract from your business, right? Or <laughs> I don't know. So I'll, I'll put it into your hands on if you really want to tell everybody about this okay. or not. I, I guess I guess I can. So this second project that we have is really interesting. I found it because a couple of friends that I follow also found it, right? They they, they liked it. They pinged me and said, so-and-so back, so-and-so back. And I thought, i got to look at this because it struck me as a strange thing. The reason why I uh, thought that it was strange is because it's called the, – the project is called The Secret Sauce, The Ultimate Growth Hacking and Marketing Guide. And I, and I saw that, and it was backed by people that I respect and admire. Uh, and I just thought, wait a minute. What is it that they know that I don't know? Because the people that backed this uh, in my um, network are the people who already have these skills. Like, they already can growth hack and grow communities and, and uh, you know market things. Like, they know this stuff. So I'm, th- I'm thinking, there must be something to this that I don't understand. So when they both backed... Um, 
I, I I went and looked at this early this morning. I think today might be the first day. It might have been yesterday. But it was at like $2,000 of its goal. Um, wasn't quite wasn't quite to, you know, to, to even get, you know, this is close. I'd say it's probably, I think the, their whole goal is 10,000, uh, 10,000, 10, right? So they're, yeah, 20% of the way there. So I thought, what do these guys know that I don't? Because they're, they make good choices. So I started watching and I watched the video specifically. Secret Sauce, Ultimate Growth Hacking. It is a step-by-step tutorial to kind of teach you the methods for getting users, getting traffic, getting revenue to your website, whether you're a startup, a brand, whatever it is, and doing it fast. The only way that you can make that happen is if you have like a step-by-step. And here's the funny part, and I think they hit this in their video. I have Udemy courses that I've that I've you know uh, paid for that I've got a part of. Um, I follow a lot of the blogs, or sometimes they'll get like get our newsletter and we'll teach you this. And I jump on those things because I, I teach them. Right? So I get some of the secrets as, as cheaply as possible, and I use them as part of my lectures to say here's some things that you can do as students. This one struck me as odd because right there in the middle of their uh, video message, the guy that's that's doing this, Vincent Dignan, was like, "You guys." You know as well as I do that every one of those special growth hacking, you know, learn this, learn that type of courses tells you all about over like big picture. Like here's what you want to do, get these things to work, but they never give you a step by step like you know break it down. And uh, Peach and I were just talking about this the other day because we want to um, find some residual income in doing like you know boutique sales or uh, Instagram shoutouts, like, you know, something like that. But to do that, you've got to have a huge following. You've got to have uh, users, traffic, that kind of thing. So here comes this guy when we were having the same conversation yesterday and, and thinking, but we don't, you know, I've seen all the answers. There's got to be a way to do it. We, I teach it. I know enough of it. Still kind of a slow process. And here comes the answer. Secret sauce is like, we'll tell you everything. We'll do it all like, bam, step by step. So they already hit their goal. They're already at 15,000 out of the 10. Um, the, I have since done some research on the, uh, the guys that are putting this together, Austin Allred, I believe, is one of the guys, and Vincent Dignan, and they know their stuff. Like they've got that prove, proven track record where they've done it enough times that I feel very comfortable saying, "Yeah, I'll back that." Yeah. So uh, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm totally amazed by how simple it is. But it, let me tell you, the project-wise, what they're building for you, essentially, they're putting together a, the starter pack. Right? It's a seven-part ebook or hacking book. With all these chapters that are um, like here, uh, get, get get out there and do these things, right? Do this step by step, and you, you think, well, if they've already got that information, right? If they've already, if they are the ones with the secret sauce, how is this a campaign? Like, how can this be a project? Shouldn't they just be selling this like on eBay or something, right? But really, what they'll do is they'll deliver. They're going to write this seven chapter book, seven part book. Three of the chapters are written. But they're using the money to basically um, generate, I guess, more more chapters, right? To build build more videos out for it, just basically make it a more full and understandable process, right? That no brainer package. Is that is that did I cover that right? There's they're kind of selling their their skills, right? Their mojo mm-hmm. and making it in a tangible form, and that's where the money comes in. Yeah, and I I think this is great. I think I've actually seen Austin Allred speak or heard him very speak likely right? before on there, um, on there. And like I I love how they actually plan all this stuff out. And you what what's great about this is that 
this is a project. If you guys want to make a really good crowdfunding project, get this book or at least analyze their book. Cause I've noticed they're probably using some of the exact same techniques that they will see, right. they'll have in that book on this page itself. So right. my, 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 ex- the example of it is this early bird note. Like if you look at their tier, there's one that's called the early bird, no brainer package. Um, they made it look limited, but if you look at the number, there's 1500 of them. It's early bird, no brainer. That's probably not going to oh. sell out. Yeah. Uh, on there what's and then you look on their page they actually start listing the things on there and i this is what's great about it is they put a price tag for each of the things that they feature on there so it's only going to cost about 87 us dollars but what what do they do they're like oh this udemy course we're going to sell it on udemy for 150 dollars clicks in your head oh this is going to be a really good deal you keep going down you know there's a ticket to a webinar value 99 dollars um, another, let's see the webinar, two webinars, $99. Um, you know, they put the words exclusive. They yep. actually like list things out, you know, itemize it out where they have a, yeah, they have like a whole face, a Facebook page. It's, it's only for backers with these special things. Uh, yeah, use this, this. Is, oh, and then they have services in there too. You, you're going to have access to this service and that service. This is, yeah. And easy. you know, it's stuff they've already made or it's not going to take them that hard. And it's going, it was, you know, they probably already planned for it, but they put it on there and it clicks in your mind going, whoa, I'm getting a deal on this. I, I actually, I've heard this advice before where you'd have, you, you know, you create an ebook and you price it $5.99 on Amazon or something. But mm-hmm. how you get people is you're like, oh, if you subscribe to this, I will give you this book for free. Normally it costs I- you six bucks. But if you give me your email and some of your information so I can stay in contact with you, you'll get this book for free. Um, and it's just things like that. So like Make really, it add value. Um, don't take anything on this page for – well, I wouldn't say face value. I'd say analyze everything they put on this page because it is purposely put in there for a reason. Right, it's, um, it's part of the secret yeah. sauce. They're using <laughs> the secret sauce on you. Yeah, so I mean that's what I, I love about this. And you know, honestly, it's 100 bucks to learn things. It's cheaper than taking a college course. It's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. This is this is definitely a back for me. There's even even at that lower fifty dollar level, which is I think the bottom tier, fifty bucks. There's still uh, lots of information that's going to come from that seven part book that you're going to be able to do access to that Facebook group. I'm guessing honestly that if you back at that fifty dollar level, that one of the first couple of things you're going to learn is that you need access or want to use all the different things that are down here um, in the $87 and in the, you know, in the no-brainer package, right? Because they have things like uh, Rebump and Tina and Profile Hopper and uh, what's – oh, there's another one, uh, journal, journal requests, right? So they're probably going to be like, hey, we're going to give you all these in this, in this one here. But if you buy the lower tier, we're going to encourage you to pay for all these other things that you probably yeah. could have got. But it makes sense. Yeah, and they, they 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 do smart things too. Like some of their deliverables is a Skype call. You know how much overhead there is for a Skype call? <laughs> Twenty <laughs> minutes. Just <laughs> sit and talk. Yeah, and, and it's not going to cost you anything. Skype doesn't charge you. <laughs> right, right. On there, so I mean, like this is great. Um, and you know, I like I'm tempted to back this for the eighty-seven dollars just to get some of this stuff because I'm I'm not like you, Drew. <laughs> I, I, I was in the science world. 
we we don't learn these things in the science world. No, nobody tells you this stuff. <laughs> no, not in the science world. Strange. And I do like how they break it down to step by step because I'll go to these talks and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got to you know engage your audience and blah blah blah." And I'm sitting there, I'm like, "I understand the words you're saying. How in the world do I do that? What do I do? Right? <laughs> Happens all the time. I'm really interested in this because I, I they claim they're going to open that up step by step. Everything you have to do. So yeah. On there, so that's it's a back for me too. On there, awesome. All right, for our last project, and you know, Drew, before you look at me, people voted for this. This is oh, like, oh okay. I, I did not pick this. I, I okay. offered it as one of three choices. On there, um, and like I don't, I can't wait to find out what this. I, I don't know if you you've ever had this problem. Do you carry crap when you go to your classes, or do you just laugh at your students when they carry in like these backpacks full of textbooks and stuff? I I have my own backpack full of all kinds of things, XLR cables and you know, every, <laughs> you know dongles and things I need. Yeah, I carry a lot of stuff yeah. myself. Because um, I know you don't use public transportation, so you've never had to like huff it from the not very the, often the light no. rail station or anything on there. So no. No. Um, our last project is called the Move Pack, and it is a backpack and an electric vehicle in one. Mm, I do love electric vehicles. <laughs> so, I have to look at this. So, so what it is is it's actually a backpack, and it has a portion of it is, and it's kind of like half a skateboard that you can oh. actually fold out, and it's electric. There's motors on both ends of the wheels, and the backpack kind of actually works as a counterbalance for you too. You sit up front and let that counterbalance, yeah. and you have a remote in your hand, and you kind of RC control it back and forth <laughs> on there. Edit. Whoa! So it's a powered skateboard. Yeah. With a huge giant backpack that rolls yeah. with <gasps> But there's more. I, I, I'm, I'm well, not lying to you. <laughs> I'm not lying to you about this either. So it is a kind of powered skateboard, a backpack. In there, there's also a Bluetooth speaker, which has a microphone on it. And it has Google Now and Siri integration on there. So you can use your voice controls on that. Um, the electric vehicle goes about 20 miles per hour. Um, it also has a USB charging port for for your phone if you need to charge it. On hmm. there. Um and it hooks up to your phone via Bluetooth, I believe. And there's a GPS tracker in it. If so, if somebody tries to kite this, you can actually find your bag <laughs> on there. And on the front of it, there's actually headlights on it, so you can. It's safe to ride at night because people see it. Not only that, you can take the backpack portion out and change shells on your oh, backpack you and have different things on there. Or you can just take the shell and use it as a backpack without the vehicle on it. Okay, so I I love this idea. Sure, I don't travel long distances, but I do travel on you know on campus from building to building, and I'm lazy. So I think <laughs> that there's something like, and this looks like a nice large duffel bag with oh all yeah, kinds and, of and they made it big enough to hold all your stuff. They've claimed. I love how on the page it does not tell you how heavy this thing is. I, I was just going to ask. I wonder how heavy it is. I'm used to my backpacks being pretty heavy, but this is like a longboard backpack. Yeah, and you can roll it normally if you don't want to use the um, skateboard on it. It has pockets for everything. Um, Wireless oh, there's a charger. I didn't even notice charger? that the first part. There's, you know, yeah, if you want to use the Qi charging, it works on there too. How I would buy a kit just for that. Then every time your phone is in that pocket, bam, it's loading back up. Okay, I must know. What are they asking for? Okay, so they're saying this is going to retail at uh, $1,200. Oh, shiky, really? But you can get it on here by uh, $600 for the early bird <sighs> special. 
two t- two out of fifty are claimed, so you you know better jump on that. Um, what, how close are they go? Are they at all? They are twenty six percent, so a quarter that's, of the way, and then launched the, today, I think, or a couple. And it's days flexible, ago. right? Uh, so get it no matter what I think. So yeah, it's flexible on there, and so and and this is actually another piece of the news. You may notice that Indiegogo's pages look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. actually just bought a company that allowed you to make. They were a crowdfunding platform too. Um, I think it was a two percent fee versus a five percent fee on these crowdfunding platforms, but it allowed you to customize your page to look like whatever you wanted. So oh. Indiegogo just bought the IP and the rights for that. It's still new. So um, once it transitions over, your in-demand pages, you will actually have more control over what your page looks like um, at that point. Interesting. And, and they're like, yeah, we could have built it in-house, but we wanted to you know, grab one that actually had a user base. <laughs> so, right, right. So. It totally makes sense. So I'm surprised they're like, yeah, I bet it's really heavy. I love the idea. I guess what's throwing me off a little bit is that I've looked into electric bikes, right? Just having the actual like two wheel bike collapsible, and those run around the six seven hundred dollar range. I know this has a lot of other cool tech things in it. The retail seems to be really high, which maybe they're just trying to like say, "Hey, you really want to get this for six hundred because it's it's cheap." But wow, what a great like talking toy, like you know, like a talk, <laughs> talking point, like. Have you seen that stupid professor on his little longboard bike? Yeah, but he's charging his phone and there's lights on and he's playing <laughs> and music for everybody it. to see while he's at it. He's actually on a conference call while he's riding that port. <laughs> these are, I really, I do love it. I do love it. I think it's fantastic. I don't know they allow it on campus. They have these issues with, with wheeled vehicles that are not like. It's a so backpack, cool. man. Right? I thought it'd be like, hey, you get off the skateboard and I pick it up and like slide it in and be like, what skateboard? I was standing on my backpack. That's, man. (laughs) Ah, I like it. I like it a lot. So is it a back track or something? Yeah, it's a a back. (laughs) Again, you know, out of my price range. If you had had, like unlimited money, you'd be buying two of these or something. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Because you got to have one for Peach too, right? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I just love how much they've put into this. There's just so many things that they packed into it. Not only is it like a, a solid backpack with all the options, but the wireless charging, the headphone slot, the laptop pocket, the the find it with your um, GPS and the Siri, like it's all yeah. done right. It just, it just, they shoved it in. Yeah. It's and like it, the coolest <laughs> of backpacks. <laughs> yeah. right? um, on there, I mean, I mean, I'm like, yeah, this is. Uh, if I still went to school, I uh, I might consider this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, on, on there, so move pack. That is the move pack. And then, all right, so our our last project of the night, and we're giving you guys a twofer. Oh, you uh, lucky it, dogs. It is the sax of the week. I love the sax of the week. So, yeah. Um, so, Drew, have you seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies? I saw one. I think I've seen one. I, I love the Fast and Furious movies just because they're ridiculous. They're pretty yeah. much superheroes, and their superpowers are driving cars. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> and they're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, like I'm not gonna lie, they're probably not realistic, but they're fun. Um, <laughs> so, this is going to be the next in the long line of uh, Fast and Furious action movies, right? Um, not yeah. quite. Wait, our second of the week is the next. <laughs> not, not quite. The, this is called Fast and Furious Cuba. <laughs> on there, and Cuba. It, it is supposed to be the best best epic movie of all times. 
Um, and it is supposed to be an action film based on the true story of Cuba's racing king, Habana. He was born in Havana, Cuba, but moved to a small city in central Cuba. I'm reading this word for word, but guys. <laughs> I knew the man because he was the best barber in town and happened to live close to where I lived before. I went to Cuba March 2016 where I got in touch with Habana and talked to him about making this movie. We are ready to make the film, but all we need is the equipment and expenses for the film. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's all you need? That's, really? That's all you need? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And how much uh, are they asking for? $175,000. All right. That's all right. US dollars, guess. <laughs> so they want... Uh, uh, <laughs> The best epic movie of all time, man. It's Fast and Furious Cuba. Like, true, like, racing king named Habana who used to cut hair? Yeah. If he was a racing king, I think he'd probably be doing a little better than cutting hair. I, guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, but this is one of my gripes when it comes down to projects. If you're doing a music project or you're doing some kind of short film project or a film project, if you don't have a video right? or at least samples of your music on your page... There's a missing point here. Like, Miguel, I love you, man. I can already tell that you're great. He's living in New York. His bio says, I'm from Cuba. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little worried about this project. How do you make a film because, if you don't? Yeah, because just look at the picture. What is that? That, that is a vertical picture. Yeah. Yep. I worry. From the backseat, just yeah. shooting it right into the I, I, I worry if you can't, you know, take your phone from here. To here, to make a proper <laughs> aspect ratio movie, I'm a little worried. I have to tell everybody: our eyes go this way, yeah. so our pictures should go this way, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little worried that the movie might look like this. Right, the whole <laughs> thing is shot because he says like, "Uh, I'm ready to make the film, and I've and I've talked to him about it. I just need the expense for the equipment." And 175000 is not going to get you very far. Yeah, and I'm also a little worried about the planning of the movie, because if you're ready to film it... He's ready. Do you have He's any going. storyboards? I, I mean, this sounds like a freshman coming into your class, Drew. Saying, yes. Yes, I'm going to make a film. I'm going to make a, a full-length feature film. Um, and then, Drew, you know, you're like, okay, so do you have your storyboard? No. Uh, uh, I need that? What's that? Uh, do you have a script? We're just gonna ad lib this. <laughs> I've had this. I'm just gonna wing it. Yeah. There and and this drives me nuts too. Um, if you look through the rewards, you don't get the movie. <laughs> so many people do that. Like, and it goes from. And I love this. It goes from one dollar to thank you to five dollars. Thank you so much. To fifteen. Thank you. Your name will be at the end of the movie. Wow. And none of these have movie. Yeah. We'll keep you updated. We'll send you a t-shirt for 250 We'll keep you updated. You have a live video chat with the actors and the producers. None of which are listed here. We have no idea who they are. But you get a t-shirt. 500 bucks. Oh, that's a funny sack. Yeah, so that's one of our sacks. Wow. And, you know, this is, this is another good one. And, again, this I don't know why this reminds me of, like, freshman students. Because, well, that's what they do. Um <laughs> Oh, there is. This next one is called New Album Art. We are here to create an exceptional artistic album art design firm. And that's it. Uh, uh, That's it? That's all we get? How much are they? Those are raising 500 bucks. They might actually get it. A whole album art firm. 
uh, you know, if an art firm only costs five hundred bucks to get started, maybe you and I should. I know. I, I, I mean, there's no examples of what they've done, or at least concepts that they've done. Um, and you, you, if you look at this page, oh, they raised one hundred and fifty dollars, right? Yes, right there, a third of the way there. Like they're going, yes. they're flying. But if you click on this backers page, you notice fifty dollars of it was from the project creator. Which is a good place to see, right? If you know you're going to get a lot of traction, throw a little bit in there first. That's fine. Yeah, and then you see the other two is from a Joan Hasselberger, one for 35 and one for 65 Which sounds like, because it's a double back, it's like, I put a little in. Oh, that wasn't enough, Joan. Okay, let me put a little bit more in. You know, like, it just seems like Joan may be part of this design firm they're looking to start up. Now all they need is one more guy in the design firm to throw in another 200 bucks. They're almost there. Yeah. Oh, I love this. And they have three days left. Oh boy, bootstrap it right at this point. You got your 150. <laughs> if you're willing to put that in the pot for your funding, just use that to start your firm. I think yeah. they probably need to buy like crayons or something to get <laughs> get the whole show started. Oh, an album art made of oh, crayons. Those are sacky. So. Those are, those are um, totally sacky. But yeah, those those were the sacks of the week. Um, on that, and those are all our projects tonight. And before we actually go. Um, on there actually so if you have any suggestion for projects sacks of the weeks kick shouts send us emails at kickcast yep. at ktdata.net or you can leave it on our facebook page facebook.com slash kickcast or you can send it on twitter at night 20 for drew over there at KT Data, me at kt data for myself or at kickcast for the show if you missed any of those projects or if new album art just calls to you look for our show notes at kickcast.net um our Next show should be May twenty eighth, possibly, or May twenty fourth, if huh? I if I can do math right. <laughs> Ten plus fourteen. Sounds about right. Twenty fourth. Um, and for if you guys watch live, our live record times may be a little weird because yeah. Drew is working on educating the future. I um, apologize, which is far more important than our show. <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. I think we'll make this work. We'll we'll try and figure out something. Um. On there, so it may be a little wonky, but luckily it's only for a little time, and you know, Drew's helping the world become a better and, place. And we're making magic, folks. <laughs> on there, so, um, and then before we go, Drew, Drew and I, we wanted to dedicate this episode to a dear friend of the show. He was actually co- um, guest hosted once, yeah, um, to Tom Allen. Uh, he actually passed away a couple weeks ago, and he's been he was battling cancer for the past couple of years. Um, he fought. He fought hard. Tom was uh, amazing. Just, just a, a pillar in the in podcasting community. He ran PodCamp SLC for a long time. He uh, did a lot of stuff when you and I were together at Beta Loft uh, with podcasting and with just keeping people like up to date on new media type of things. Like he was, he's just he was such a beacon. Oh, he's gonna be missed. Yeah, and in the tech world, honestly, like other than Drew, he. You you say Tom Allen. Everybody yep. knew who Tom Allen was. So yep. um rest in peace, my friend, and condolences to his family. Um he was and he was just a cool guy to hang out with. So we're gonna yep. miss you, Tom. Yep. All right. There's a, there's a show for you. Yep. All right, guys. Um we'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye. Night.